0: I love sharing the messages from other people on this planet who are exploring consciousness for themselves and willing to share their experiences so that we can all learn, because no experience is the same. So thanks for joining the show. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me, for being here and listening to the stories, the insights, I sure do appreciate it. And uh, I'm curious, how are you all doing? How are you guys feeling? We're now in the month of December. This is a new energy. And if you missed it, definitely check out the December energy update. Posted it last week on the podcast. There's lots of insights in there as to what energies we are swimming in. And I'm, I'm purposely saying swimming in because I don't feel that these energies are necessarily coming at us, but I feel like we are in it. And how we choose to swim in it is really what dictates the way we're going to experience it, right? Like you could choose to flounder and doggy paddle, or you could recognize you know how to do breaststroke or recognize you do have a floaty beside you and you can make your experience that much more peaceful, again, based on your perspective. So I'm curious how you guys are starting to feel these energies. And within that, I really want to speak today about the delicate balance of co-creation. And this is something that has been coming up consistently. I mean, in a lot of the mentorship that I do in the light worker mentorship circles that I hold, where you know I help people open up their gifts of mediumship, of communicating with spirit for just themselves or for others, there's a delicate balance of that pathway forward. And I think that applies to the spiritual pathway, not just in communicating with spirit or mediumship or psychic skills, but in being spiritual, in knowing you have guides, connecting with them, and how you do that moving forward. And this episode really comes from my own experiences too, of getting it and not getting it and getting frustrated in, like I'm saying, the balance of co-creation with spirit. And so What I mean by that is our spirit guides come in and they want us to open up to them and they want us to open to believing that they're there, connecting with them, communicating with them. And so they will come in quite strong in the beginning often to make that connection known, right? To validate it. And so often when we open to that, we're like, oh my goodness, spirit is here. And we want to take in everything that we can from them and listen to what they have to say do what they say. And that's a beautiful thing. And I think that's the perfect way to get into it, right? We're learning from beautiful divine teachers in the higher realms. And so it's great to be open to it and to listen and to ask questions. They love when we ask questions, but then there will come a point where they will feel as if they're getting quiet and we will often doubt and think, oh my gosh, did I make it all up? Is this actually not true? Are they judging me? Do they not want to talk to me anymore? We run these really 3D emotional loops when in fact what they're doing is pulling back so that we also reconnect in with our sense of self. Now to explain that further, one of the core rules, if I could say laws, agreements, whatever word you want to use of coming into a human experience is coming in and experiencing free will. Free will allows us make choices in any circumstance. Sometimes our choices are many, and sometimes they are limited, but there's still choices in what we do, how we want to be. And free will allows that. And that is, like I said, one of the main reasons we come in as a human being. And our spirit guides, our counsel, our team, they respect and honor that so deeply. Times where they will kind of overstep free will is times when they... Are preventing an exit point, a death that is absolutely not meant to be happening. That's when they can step in, but otherwise they will watch us make mistakes because we are choosing and they want us to honor that choice. So coming back to this idea of where I'm going, the spirit will sometimes pull back when we start to rely on them so much that we're losing our sense of self. We're losing our own independent identity. They never want to take that away from us because taking that away from us would be taking away our free will. We would then be essentially doing as they desire us to do. And that's not the entire purpose of why we came into this world. So in times when Spirit pulls away, it's not because they're ignoring you. And it's not because you did anything wrong. We naturally will ebb and flow in this process. There's many times where I've been like, Spirit, where are you? Why did you disappear? Why aren't you helping me with this? And it's only in retrospect, after I go through the experience, that I realize I needed to be the one to make the decisions solely for me to then move through the outcomes of those decisions and grow from it, right? If we're always told what to do, we don't, in fact, grow within ourselves. And so that's why spirit will do that. They will pull back so that we don't slip into like a codependent type relationship with them, because again, that goes against the natural laws of what we have here. So what I would say in this beautiful balance of co-creation is anytime you notice on your journey that suddenly spirit seems to be getting quiet or you're not hearing from them and you're questioning why, that's a beautiful opportunity to then turn the mirror around and look at self and notice what's going on for you because you're being given beautiful opportunities at that point to ask yourself, what do you think? What do you need? What do you want for you? Instead of asking your guides, guys, should I take this job? Should I not? I don't know what to do. They're pulling away so that you ask yourself, "Okay, do I want this job? Does this job feel right for me? What do I think? And that's a really valuable thing. And so you'll find, once you turn that mirror around, you start connecting back into self and like feeling your flow within self, then they'll start to come back in. And so they will do this at different times. Sometimes they will do this because we are in fact getting a bit too, too codependent on them. Other times they will do that because the experience that we're having requires only us to choose. Guidance is not ideal in that situation, right? There's some situations where they will help guide us through They'll say, here's your options. Here's what's in the highest good. You do you, right? But at the same time, there's times where it's not of a benefit for them to come through, and so they will not. So anytime you're feeling that, feeling like they are gone, they're not gone from you, you have an opportunity to get to know you better. So take advantage of it. Now, the other thing too, though, that they will want to encourage us to move through is when we feel those feelings like they're not around, they're not available, is that we don't then overcompensate because we feel vulnerable, because we feel, you know, neglected or rejected. They hope that we wouldn't jump into super independence where we then go into, well, I don't need them anyways. It's not a a mindset where we're like, all right, well then what do I think? What am I doing? We go over and we overcompensate because essentially we're feeling vulnerable and we don't want to feel vulnerable. So we overcompensate and we get super independent where then we shut spirit out. And we're like, I don't need your help. If you're not going to help me, I don't want your help. I don't need any help, right? And, and so we move between this experience of being codependent and then super independent, which is very normal in the spiritual journey, I want to say it is very normal, to then coming back into a balance of realizing it is co-creation. We step, they step. We step, they step, right? So I bring this through to first of all, hopefully help you, help you guys feel normal in your experience, right? Because sometimes we open up to this idea of a spiritual journey and we have these false ideas or these, um, you know, maybe rose-colored glass ideas that opening up that way is going to be easy and beautiful and perfect, right? And then when it's not, we think it's horrible and awful and rude and who would ever want to, but it's all of it. And when we can realize it's all of it, we don't have to swing to such extremes. We can actually co-create with spirit, right? And then get really curious as to when they're not around as much as we perceive, because they're always there, but when they're not interacting as much, we can use that as a cue to think, okay, so I guess I need to really figure this part out myself. So what do I think? What am I going to do about that? And we can actually start to get excited about it. And that's what I've really found in my journey and also in a lot of people that I've been mentoring is when they start to click into that understanding that it is in fact a co-creation, that we're never left alone, but we're also not going to be babied on this journey. And that no matter how we react, and react in it and we jump from one way of being to another way of being and finally come back to center, we are always held in love and respect And spirit is always waiting for us to return back to finally figure out that it is co-creation. And we can get excited about it when we get to that point. So I'm talking about all of this right now because with everything everyone has been going through, I mean, since since you guys were born, but more specifically since 2020, because again, four years of growth condensed down into, um, sorry, a hundred years worth of growth condensed down into four years. We have been going through a lot. And in going through that, many people have said they felt like this roller coaster ride where one moment they're so aligned and feeling so attuned into spirit and they're getting messages and direction. And then they feel like there's nothing and they feel like they're lost and they don't know who they are and they're in a void. And then they're back again and then they're lost and then they're back again and then they're lost. That's so normal. Because it helps us discover the middle road, like Buddha talks about. It's not one or the other, it's the middle road, or we could even say it's all of it. And when we can grab onto that idea, then that journey of the middle road or the all of it becomes more beautiful. And we can take, like I was saying, take cues from what's happening as to greater direction of what we need to look into without feeling rejected or um, abandoned. Because it's this idea of separateness. We have this idea when we come into a human incarnation, we forget, right? It's part of the journey that we choose to take on, but we forget. We forget that we are a part of the fabric of the universe. We're part of space time. We're not separate from it. We are a part of it. What we do has ripple effects. Our energy is connected to the energy of all things. If we took a um, an aura camera, Karean photography, and took a picture of somebody standing by themselves and took a picture of their aura, and then had them stand with their hand on this big beautiful cedar tree, and then took their picture. You would see how the energies of the cedar tree and the person merged into greater harmony, because we are a part of all of all things. We are a part of the earth. We are part of the ether. We're part of the stars and the cosmos. We're part of the love energy that moves through all things. We are a part of spirit. We are spirit. We are completely and utterly spirit. Our aura shows us that we are spirit. But right now, a piece of our spirit is embodied in a denser reality that is 3D. That's our earth incarnation. We are never separate from. It's only the perception of it that we are. And that idea of separation makes us feel easily abandoned or rejected, vulnerable, because we feel an energy of lack. And it's our journey that hopefully guides us back to knowing that we are, in fact, connected to all things. And I know I can speak of that because of my near-death experience. But what I love is that so many more people are speaking about their near-death experiences, their shared death experiences, in which they experienced somebody's crossing over, but they didn't die, but maybe they were in the room with them, but they saw the energies open. Then they saw heaven in the other side for a few moments. More people are talking about the connection to consciousness. More people are talking about the way in which they can feel the energy of forests and trees and water, the messages in water, right? More people are talking about this to bring back our awareness that we are connected into all things. And this is such a key indicator of the growth and ascension of the human consciousness, which is happening right now, which is so exciting. And so being that 2020 hit us really hard, 2021 was a big year, 2022 has been a lot. We're moving into the energy of 2023, which is getting, if we choose to embrace it, lighter. It's completely dependent on our perspective. And so again, the reason why I'm talking about this beautiful but delicate balance of co-creation is that our perspective Will allow us more ease in how we co-create or more difficulty in how we co-create. Our perspective will allow us to experiences or to experience those moments of less communication as indicators rather than rejection and abandonment. And our ego won't jump in so strongly to sometimes say, well, then fine, I don't need anyone. I don't need spirit. And I've done that. Like I I'm slightly joking about it, but I've done that. I have gone both ways. I have been like, Spirit, tell me what to do, what to do, what to do, what to do. And then they're quiet, and I'm like, fine, I don't need you. And then I go super like, you know, I'm, I don't i do not need anybody's help. I can do everything myself. And those experiences taught me amazing lessons, though. I, I learned will. I learned the amount of strength I actually do have. But then I also learned how that exacerbated the feeling of separation. And I learned how to come back from that. And I learned how to decrease those swings over time, to decrease that roller coaster ride over time. And then I learned how to come back into a greater awareness of balance and co-creation. And many people are learning this right now. So it's, it's not necessarily me telling you how to do it, but shining a light on maybe something you're experiencing right now. And maybe this will validate for you the fact of embracing everything you've been through, and seeing the patterns of that codependence or super independence, and then recognizing how you're coming back into more beautiful balance right now, because you are surrounded by spirit. Your guides and your counsel are there for you always, even in the moments of like tough love when they're not showing up the way you want them to. And I say tough love, and to them, it's just simply love. They understand the bigger picture. But... In that co-creation, it doesn't mean we can't share with them how we feel in the experience too. So to balance co-creation, we have to recognize that we are equal parts important. We can't give all our eggs in the basket of spirit, and we can't take all of the eggs out of spirit's basket in our own. We need to balance sharing them back and forth, right? What you think matters. Your experience in the roller coaster matters. What spirit thinks matters also. But what you do together, essentially what you do within that seamlessness that is you within the fabric of space, time, and existence matters. And when you recognize that, that's where the power comes from because you really get to recognize how much your ripples affect the world, the people around you, your soul's journey, your energy, and everything. So I will leave that with you guys for today. I I hope it helps you to, you know, depending where you are in your journey, to connect in deeper with spirit in love and gratitude. And for some of you, it might be to connect in deeper to your own energies, your own self in love and gratitude, and then bring them all together in the wholeness because you matter and your journey matters. So I'll leave that with you guys for today. Have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. May this week really show you how valuable you are on this planet how you really are uh, driving in the driver's seat with spirit on your life path and that it is the best journey you could ever be on. I hope you can see that light within you today and this week. So thanks everyone so much as always for listening. Please do check out avalonspirit.com for lots of different offerings through the personal journey guides, as well as different courses and products that we have there. They all come from our heart, from creation inspired by the guides and uh, lots of good things to see. So check that out and I will see you guys again next week.